Hi, and welcome to a Black Voice podcast. I'm Francesca, and in this space, I will be discussing a range of topics to do with emotional well-being, self-empowerment, self-care, and mental health, as well as delving into societal issues on race, sexuality, gender identity, and more. I'm happy to talk more about what I share in each episode with you. If you ever want to reach out to me through my IG page, that's Instagram page, at a black voice. So that's spelled A-B-L-A, full stop, C-K, voice. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Black Voice. This is Francesca. And today I want to talk about pain and our experience of pain and what we can learn from pain. And when I'm talking about pain, I mean emotional pain as well as physical pain, but I think I'll talk about them separately, but basically pain in general, what we can learn from it. So I was really thinking about this recently because I was just thinking about how quick we are to avoid pain. So let's start with the physical sense of pain. Of course, pain can be insufferable if it's really severe and intense. So say for example, we got into an accident and we have a serious injury. Of course, we're gonna be in insufferable pain. I think the kind of pain that I'll try and focus on in this episode is to do with like headaches, um, an irritation in the skin, so some itchy, itchy part of the skin, um, anything that's not severe. So I'll focus on that for now because severe types of pains to do with accidents or external things, that side of things, mm, I'll say that's more to do with external forces, but the type of pain that I want to focus on today, I want to link to psychosomatic so I think I've mentioned psychosomatic before when I've said how the emotions that we're experiencing if we're not releasing them that they can take form in into in our bodies in a physical way so that if we're not releasing a certain emotion then we might get chest pains for example so that's the type of pain that I'm really going to try and focus on today and I was just thinking about in general how most of the time when people get headaches or when people around me have got headaches, then they usually take a painkiller or paracetamol, whatever it is, to try to get rid of that headache. And the same thing with um, people who have periods, taking painkillers for periods. I know I always take painkillers, um, paracetamols. And it's, it's, of course, this is just our way to try to get keep going in the day because the pain is so distracting that it can't, it stops us from focusing on our work, on our lesson or whatever we're doing. So we need to take the pain, the painkiller to be able to cope with whatever we're doing. But I just was thinking more about how much that is probably suppressing and a really important message that the body is trying to give us. So I know for me, I tend to get a headache if I haven't drunk enough water. So the headache is my the body's way of signaling to me, okay, you need more of this in your body. You just need more water. It's just my body's way of signaling that. And if I was to just take a, a paracetamol and ignore that, and then that would suppress the pain, then I would forget that, oh, my body needs more water, actually. I need to listen to that pain message in order to know what I need. Another example, I know for me, at certain times in the day, my eyes get really dry and 
and like it gets quite painful I need to water them by like dabbing my eyes with water or some type of liquid and if I don't take painkillers for that but if I did again that would just get rid of the pain and I wouldn't know what my body needs there are different examples our, our body is basically sending us messages for us to be able to respond so that we can get what we need and I feel like it's a really important way just to for our body to communicate to us that there's something missing something missing in our day-to-day intake that we need to replenish ourselves with and that that's why I link it to emotional pain as well if we're suffering from heartbreak or we're suffering from something there's something that's needed that's missing and it's the body's way of letting us know okay stop you need this you need to take time for this and if we just medicate self-medicate with medicine um, paracetamol then we're, we're ignoring that message that really important message that we need so this is what I've just been thinking about a lot lately like we all do it we all want a quick fix I think this is what's been programmed into us because with a capitalist, capitalist society, we need to keep working, working, performing, finishing our homework on time, doing all the things. And everything is so determined by time. Everything has a deadline. We need to get this done by this age. And all of this pressure from outside people or systems makes us feel like we have to keep active. We have to keep going. And in order to keep active and keep going, we can't have time to experience pain. There's no time to experience pain because then it'll make us stop. And if we take the time to stop, then that will give us the time to actually listen to our body and our body will tell us, oh wait, actually I need rest. I've got a headache because I'm tired because I haven't got enough sleep. So I actually need rest, but I don't have time to rest. I have to keep going. So I feel like in a way, the whole production of certain um, medicines is just a way for us to keep going and going and going. I mean, I could probably go into a whole different episode if I go down that road, but It's just something that I'm thinking is that we're being programmed to not listen to our bodies. And I've talked about this a lot of times in other episodes, but pain is just a signal for us, our body saying, showing that there's something that's wrong. And I myself have had a difficult relationship with physical pain in terms of period pain. So I've for a long time had very difficult period pains and was first of all reluctant to taking certain medicines thinking okay no I'll fight this myself but then what I've learned through reading other books loads of books on periods and hormone balance and everything I've been able to think okay my body is clearly trying to tell me something there's a reason why it's such intense pain and I'll probably do an episode on periods as well because I think that's important for everyone regardless of whether they have a period or not everyone to be informed about why we have periods and why they're painful but there's something that my body was trying to communicate to me and so I'm still not entirely sure what that was but I made a lot of changes to my diet to my exercise to the self-care that I was doing and I've been able to improve a lot in how I've been experiencing my periods so it was just a messaging system it's a messaging system for our body to realize wait, something's missing, something's not right, I need to alert my the brain, um, well, all pain comes from the brain anyway, but I need to alert, like, by, I need to get the attention of Francesca, um, and to do that, I can cause a lot of pain, and that will make sure that she reacts and takes the right action in order to feel better, and that action isn't taking paracetamol, it's to actually stop and pause and really get in touch with what we need, I think that's just what society is getting us away from, making us not listen to our bodies and not listen to what we actually need. And that's what 
makes us keep having this need to keep going and going. In terms of emotional pain, the same thing applies. I think thinking about heartbreak, like uh, whether it's um, grieving the loss of a person or who has passed away or grieving the loss of a friendship or relationship, that causes a lot of emotional sad sadness within us and a lot of anger, a whole heap of different emotions. And a lot of people cope with that by self-medicating in a different way. So by either taking illegal drugs or by um, drinking alcohol. Alcohol is another drug anyway. That is such a common way of dealing and suppressing the pain. Oh, I'll just drink it away or I'll just take it away through another means. Again, that doesn't allow the person to really tap into, okay, something is hurting really bad right now. I need to do something in order to heal. And that's going to look different for everyone because I think everyone can take a natural way to heal that pain, whether it's go for a run, um, go for a walk, spend time with friends, drawing, arts or whatever. But I think that the body is very aware of what it is that we need. And I think ingesting things that take us away from what we need, take us away from listening to ourselves is a distraction and it just suppresses the pain even more. So if someone who just decides to drink lots of alcohol to try to ignore their feelings doesn't really get the chance to get to the bottom of what's really going on and why they're upset and why they're heartbroken. I think, it, of course, so everyone will have different ways of coping with heartbreak. But I know for me, when I feel really sad, I need to take a moment to just stop everything that I'm doing and just listen to what's going on. And sometimes I don't know what's going on straight away. I need to really take like a whole hour to just sit and figure out, okay, why am I sad? And I know, for example, today, I felt really sad and I wasn't sure why. So I just thought, oh, let me just um, do some dancing. And then I realized, oh, the dancing was really good. But it was the music especially that I really liked. So I listened to a bunch of different songs and I was like, okay, that song speaks to what I'm feeling. And then with the songs, some images came and then I wanted to draw and do some painting. And then with the painting, then I realized, oh, that's why I'm feeling this way. And I was actually able to understand it better. And I wouldn't have been able to do any of that if I didn't prioritize making time for that. If I just kept busy and tried to be telling myself, okay, I haven't got time for this. I need to do this. I need to do this, this, and this. That would be a form of distraction that wouldn't be helpful because it, I'll be taking away from myself, taking away from listening to myself. And I think that's the main thing with emotional pain is making space for that pain to exist and to try to get rid of the judgment that might come up for someone if they're experiencing sadness because I know that for a lot of people that can they can get the message of oh I'm not supposed to be crying um whereas for me I'm really trying to practice when I do cry it's okay this is good this is good I'm releasing it this is what my body and that my whole spirit needs um so yeah I think that's there's a very easy way for us to just try to avoid pain through either physically taking certain medications and I'm not saying the medications are bad of course medications are really helpful especially if we're at work and we have a really bad stomachache for example and we need to finish and get things something done by a deadline but I think that's my whole point that the way in which society is set up it really takes us away from listening to our bodies and what we need to naturally heal and I think there's something to consider when thinking about okay I'm experiencing this leg pain or I'm experiencing this sadness what is that telling me 
something is I need something or I'm missing something and just staying with that and figuring it out because it helps it can take a long time to figure it out but it helps so much when you do it it can be really empowering like I know for my period pains for example I felt really empowered by taking more natural means to try to manage my period pains um and when I do sit with my sadness and I'm like oh so that's why I'm sad that makes me feel really empowered that I was like I was brave enough to actually stay with that that was really difficult and I stayed with it and I didn't judge it I did judge it at first but then I accepted it and I let it come and it became lighter because I started to realize oh okay that's missing that needs to change I'm going to start doing this and I wouldn't have come to that conclusion if I just suppressed it with alcohol whatever it is I was also gonna say wait one more thing about that yeah so as a society I think we're just not taught to sit with discomfort I was listening listening to a podcast this week I can't remember which one but it was saying those exact words that we have a quick habit to just ignore and suppress and avoid our feelings so whether it's alcohol but it could also just be from looking at our phones someone had a great example in that podcast that in an awkward situation so if we're waiting in line for something or we're, we're waiting in a queue to get into a restaurant while we wait for a friend or something like I know for me um like probably a couple months ago I went to spoken word poetry night which I love and I miss going to but um before the performers came on stage everyone was like coming in to the room and taking their seats and the first time I went I just went on my phone because it's uncomfortable I'm awkward I'm sitting here by myself and to avoid the pain of discomfort of just sitting by myself, I'm going to distract myself and suppress the feeling by looking at my phone. There was nothing on my phone to look at. It was literally an avoidance strategy that I was using. And I realized that and I recognized that. And then I was then annoyed at myself and judging myself for that. So again, I was just not allowing myself to sit with that discomfort. So the next time I went by myself, I was like, no, I'm not going to look at my phone. There's nothing on my phone to look at right now. I'm just going to make sure that I interact with other people and make eye contact and stay with how uncomfortable it is but eventually it'll be less com- this less uncomfortable and it was less uncomfortable because I was able to make friends so I think it's easy for us because of the way technology is advancing and medicines are advancing it's easier for us to want a quick fix and to avoid the uncomfortable and to avoid pain for things or situations because oh why do I need to sit with that when I can just take a take paracetamol and then it'll be done I'll be over with or I can just look at my phone and pretend I'm interested in what's on my phone when there's nothing on my phone I'm just scrolling endlessly um but we, what we can try to do is try to practice a pati- patience with the uncomfortable feelings or discomfort or the pain and try to figure out what it is that I need to, or you need to be able to move away from that pain. So for me in that social situation, what I needed is to just face up to being, feeling awkward and make eye contact with someone and being open to talking to someone. And by doing that, I was able to move away from the discomfort and I wasn't feeling uncomfortable anymore, but I wouldn't have been able to get to that point if I was still stuck in my avoidance strategy of just looking at my phone. So I think there's a lot that we can learn from the pain or discomfort that we tend to feel physically or emotionally in our day-to-day lives. It's very easy for us to just go and try to self-medicate and suppress it. But I think there's a lot we can learn from something that's showing up in our body or emotionally. And we can probably move 
to a more comfortable place in a more healthy way and a faster way even. Well, maybe it's not all about moving into away from pain in a fast way. I think that's the thing that's that's making people want to use self-medication tools in the first phase. Maybe if we're not trying to be in a rush to move away from pain, we'll actually take the time to listen to what it is that we need. And that can be more helpful than anything. And that can just be more empowering. And you're not relying on something outside of yourself. You're just relying on yourself and your own inner voice and intuition. But yeah, I just thought there's a lot more we can learn from pain if we just sit with it and are curious about it and gentle with ourselves about it as well, not judging ourselves for it. So that's all I have to say about pain and what we can learn about it. I hope that was interesting and I hope you can find time to sit with your pains, whether it's physical or emotional, as long as it's something that's not too intense and like risking your life or anything, but it's something that you're able to stay with. So like a headache or itchy arm or something and figure out what that could be saying to you and how you can stay with it and learn to move along through that wave or however you want to describe it but there's something always that your body is trying to communicate to you so take time to listen so thank you for listening to this episode I hope you found that interesting and I'll be back with another episode soon bye